Should you be more concerned about population growth or about the growth of the federal government? This is Right on the Bluff. This week, Planned Parenthood opted to cease accepting Title X federal funds rather than to comply with a new rule preventing such funds from being used in facilities that execute abortions or that make referrals to abortion centers. A court of appeals allowed the rule to go into effect while legal challenges continue. Planned Parenthood's decision comes one month after the group's president, Leanna Wen, was forced out by the board over its decision to focus on abortion at the expense of providing health services. The abortion network stands to lose $286 million by withdrawing from Title X, but will still collect some $500 million through Medicaid. What's surprising about this is not the big reveal that abortion is Planned Parenthood's core focus, nor is it news that Republicans wish to prevent federal tax dollars from subsidizing abortion. No, what's surprising is the stunning development that Title X exists at all, a federal grant program dedicated to providing individuals with comprehensive family planning and related services. Seven years ago, we were told that allowing employers a conscious exemption from providing contraceptives would financially devastate individuals like Sandra Fluke, then a law student in her 30s, and would leave them with no access to birth control. The only way forward was to force Catholic nuns to parade through the streets tossing out condoms. Back then, nobody hinted at the existence of the Office of Family Planning nested within the Office of Population Affairs, part of the Department of Health and Human Services. It turns out this whole edifice was constructed in 1970, being signed into law by President Richard Nixon. The White House was concerned with the specter of population growth, and so was everyone else. For a decade, the whole country was driven into a panic about the birth rate, thanks to a 1960 cover story by Time magazine warning of a population explosion, and a 1968 bestseller called The Population Bomb by Paul Ehrlich. The author had predicted hundreds of millions would die of starvation, and that England would cease to exist by the year 2000. Suffice it to say, Ehrlich's beliefs were spectacularly wrong. But the results of a momentary panic continue to live on, and the American public has been herded into a new set of anxieties, sharing many of the same assumptions. Human life will always be seen as a threat to those who favor collective solutions to concerns like overpopulation, global warming, and deforestation. The terminology changes, but humanity itself will always be the source of evil in some ideological circles. Your very existence is a threat to their utopia, and even worse if you have a mind to follow the biblical command to be fruitful and multiply. But despite the pro-life movement being cast as the enemy in media, in media that refuses to refer to them as pro-life, Deep down, we know a cancerous worldview when we see it, and none has been illustrated as clearly as that of Thanos in the Avengers series, the blue meanie who thinks he is doing the universe a favor by crushing those who inhabit it. 
human life has a stubborn way of insisting on its own survival. Thank God for that. But we're no match for a federal program like Title X. It will outlast all of us. That's what I think. What do you think? Join the conversation at rightonthebluff.com. Leave a comment on Twitter or Facebook or email mick at rightonthebluff.com. Your reviews are welcome on whatever podcast platform you use, and please subscribe so we can stay in touch. Until next time, Philippians 4.8.